going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson. And today's episode, we got a special topic to talk about. And it's something that I've noticing that lately a lot of businesses are failing on the podcast community that we're going to talk about. And the topic of today, it's called maintaining business relationships. Now, you guys are probably wondering right now, it's like, all right, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, hear me out, guys. Hear me out. So today I'm noticing that more and more and more people are failing relationships on a business level, you know, when I'm noticing that a lot of bridges are being burned. And I will say um, I haven't burned any bridge, but people have burned bridges with me, you know, so, you know, and I always tell us like you burned that bridge, bro. Like, hey, that got nothing to do with me. You messed up against me and that's it. We're done. We're donezo. Donezo. We ain't working anymore. I mean, personal shit aside, sometimes that happens that your emotions get the best of you. But when they actually ultimately hurt you on a business level, then absolutely cut ties. Because you see this on left and right. You just don't hear about it that often until it is publicly well known to be like, okay, that's what happened. And then you get that bad reputation. Oh, yeah. Word of mouth gets out. Like the moment you, you screw somebody out, everybody's going to know. Everybody. Like look at the music industry, how big it is. I mean, stand back and look how big it is. And you do one thing wrong to somebody that's well connected in the industry. You're done. Like everybody's going to hear about it and nobody wants to fuck with you straight up. It's like it's big, but at the same time, it's small. Like everybody gets to hear it. like nuts. It's nuts how word of mouth like it was like fucking high school, like you're back in high school. Like seriously, it all comes down like as if you were back in high school, like you did something to somebody. Everybody in the whole class is going to hear about it. And then before you know it, the whole school is going to know about it like that. It's insane how how the mix music industry really works. It's all high school bullshit. And most of the time it's just dramas, beefs and prides and egos that gets the best out of somebody. You know, I mean, I don't understand why, because when it comes to money and business, like you need to keep that personal shit aside and work for the business. You know, that's how it's supposed to work. You know, I remember when back in SAE days, when I was in my old school in SAE Miami, shout out to those guys. There was one of these seminars, you know, and this seminars came down to lawyers a bunch of front of students and alumni and unwanted guests. We're going to get to that one. And their whole seminar was how to build a business relationship with somebody, how to get earn that trust. What is it that you got to do to get to that to that relationship? Well, quite frankly, like any other relationship, you befriend the business or in this case, you befriend the person, you get to know each other, you do some favors and then a relationship is established and then they'll hook you up for stuff and you hook them up for stuff and then back and forth and then relationship right there. They know that who to call whenever they need something about something and you vice versa. You know, the whole seminar was the whole thing about it was, you know, how to maintain that relationship, how to look at it on a long term basis, you know, because most of the time people get with, with the wrong ideas. It's like, oh, you know, I'm going to network, you know, so that way it can benefit me and me only, and and I could get money out of it. Buddy, it doesn't work like that. 
unfortunately. Burst that bubble of yours that you think that it's like that. It's not, okay? It's not about kissing asses until, you know, you screw them all. It's like, no, that's not how it works, you know? Just to get a quick cash grab? No, you're looking at it wrong. If you're looking at it like that, then this is ain't for you, basically. And this not just goes just about music. It goes above and beyond that. It goes in general in any sense of business, you know? When you try to establish a, a relationship with someone in a business level, you know, you're trying to make sure that, you know, their stuff is good, they're taken care of, so that way they can take care of you in the long run. It's not about a quick crash grab. It's like, all right, I help you now. I'll give me the money. Like, no, 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 no. Hold your horses, buddy. No, it doesn't work like that. You work with the person. You do certain things. And then, you know, in the long run, the person's going to begin to trust you. They'll open you up even more. You know, they'll open up there for you and they'll look for opportunities for you. You know, they'll give those opportunities. It's like, hey, I got I, I just heard that they're looking for so so for something about this. Can you do it, man? I'm, you'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. And then that goes into a cycle of, OK, I'm thank you for hooking me up. Now I'm going to go to this job. Oh, what's going on? So so. All right, cool. You just build another relationship with another person because you you were in someone else's conversation. Now you're working with that person. And then you do the same, same, and so on and so on. So see, all because of that one person that hooked you up and you establish that relationship with that person. You let them know, yo, thank you, man. I got you on the next one. Boom. Next one happens. Here you go. Man. So, oh, man, appreciate it. It works marvelous. That's how a business relationship works. You know, it's a... It's basically as if, as if you were a couple in a, in a sense, you know, you're trying to make sure the other person is happy with your work, you know, and you establish that on the long run, because in the long run, when you really need some of the stuff that you really need to, they're going to be right there to help you out. Let's say that you're starting to look for a business. You don't got the money, but the guy can hook you up with the people to network with you. And they hook you up and do all the crazy shit. And then now you got all these people. Now you got the money. Now you're like, yo, man, thank you for hooking me up with the, with your people and network with these kids. They're amazing. I'm about to start my business soon, you know, and they'll be like, is it OK if I jump in, you know, be partners with you? And you know, you're like, absolutely, because you're the first one. See how everything works out with just that. So the whole seminar was all about that. Maintaining business, not learn how not to screw things up, not let personal shit on. It was amazing. I love it. I can't give you an hour long about this. I can only give you tips and tricks about it and just short summaries about it because it's it's so much information to condense and grab on, you know? So in this seminar, I remember Thursday, I was learning. I was with my brother, Mike Seller. Shout out to him. He's going to be part here in the in the future episodes. Stay tuned for him. He's a great businessman and a great manager as well. Someone you guys should listen to because he's a great mentor. Anyways, I remember I was sitting down with, with him and then out of the left flu, some guy just, you know, asks us a question. I ran the question. It's like, okay, how can I make money out of this? And we're like, wait, what? How do you make money out of this? What's this is not about money. This is about getting yourself with the right people. So that way you build your, your business. And then from the business, that's where your your money comes out, you know, but you don't get to see the money like in a year. Hell, like what? This is not the seminar for that. A lot of things were going through my head. The guy just went went out and asked and shit like that. And he's like, and the guy in the seminar is like, well, this is not 
a seminar about how you make a quick buck right now. This is how to maintain a a nice, healthy business relationship with people that you want to work in the future, you know, with business wise. So you can get, you know, get those long term businesses and get people to help each other out and create. And then everybody makes, you know, the dough. Yeah, but I want to know how to do it now. It's like, well, does it ain't for you? So I was like, oh, my God, I want to say something. I want to say something so bad, like fucking a bro, like. What a piece of shit is this person? And then later on, you know, it got ignored. And then then they were starting to talk about the music aspect about it. And, you know, how the how music in general, you don't get paid like right there immediately. Only a certain instances here and there. Then he had the nerve to ask us like, okay, but if I want to if I don't want to sell my song, why can I get it now? What's wrong with selling my song right now? And you're and, and that's what I was like, yo, I had it with this asshole. I had it. I just jumped. It's like, yo, you don't get money. By sending your son, it doesn't work like that. It's a process. It takes time. And it's like, okay, so so why is there a process? Why is there going to be a It's like, dude, this ain't for it. Like, go to school or go let somebody tell you. But this ain't that. So stop it. You know, he's like, well, I want to know. I want to know how so I can make that money. And that's what the guy the seminar is like. Hey, I'm not here to teach about this. This is how we teach you how to build relationships. And what you're doing it's the worst way to do it because this is how exactly you lose business with people by going straight to the point like that. If you go at like that, you'll never make a buck out of out of nowhere, out of no one. That's not how you do things. Like I shot himself up and I was like, thank you, bro. Thank you. I could have not said it better because like I said earlier, doing a business relationship with people, with someone that you want to be part of a business, a certain business, it's it's a commitment. It's a relationship. Basically, that word says it all. It's like you if you were a couples, you know, certain things you do for each other, earn that trust, maintain that trust. And then you got business for for decades. You know, that's the whole point about it, you know. But, you know, some people don't get the memo and sometimes they just want to have a quick cash grab. And then you got some people that doesn't know how to handle a business or handle business relationship with people and learn how to self-destruct themselves with their own shit all because of pride and ego. If you guys are trying to wonder who am I talking about, I'm talking about the one and only Joe Budden from the Joe Budden podcast. Now, I know I'm kind of late about this because this was been a hot topic for a couple of weeks already. I know I'm late. I had episodes to air out anyways, but it's a good thing. I'm I'm now going to talk about it because I had to collect my thoughts about it. You know, I had to like, okay, let me hear all the way to the end. See how this plays out. And okay, let me see what's left of it. So for those of you who don't know who Joe Budden is and what happened, I'll give you a little like a little brief summary. of Joe Budden happens to be a, f- a whack ass rapper. Shots fire. He's a whack ass rapper that's been in the industry for whoo, whoo, for many, many, many years. You guys are probably thinking like, really? How long? I've never heard of him. Yeah, I know because that's that's how bad he was. But there is this one song that you probably have heard of it and you probably have played it when you were kids, at least in my age. I don't know if younger generation, but at least in my age in the, the millennials and boomers, you know, pretty sure you've heard of him. This one song that was played in two movies, Too Fast, Too Furious, and You Got Served. It's the one song that pumps everybody up. Whoop, pun intended. That's right. 
pump it up. Pump, pump, pump it up. Boom, boom, pump, pump it up. Boom, 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 pump it up. That's Joe Budden, pump it up guy, the pump it up rapper, the one hit wonder. He's literally the definition of one hit wonder because he only hit, he only made that song. He made multiple songs and tour around, but he's known for that one song. Every other song, flop, flop, flop. He was also into Slaughterhouse with a bunch of rappers, including Royce the, the Five Nine under Shady Records from Eminem. He flopped that one as well because, well, we're going to get into that, you know. And and then he started a couple of projects here and there and then started his podcast, the Joe Budden podcast, which basically, if I have to give credit where credit is due, he's one of the reasons why I started this podcast for the EDN side because Joe Budden was basically a, he's a person that's unfiltered, uncensored, you know, go says whatever fuck shit he says on his mind and sends some wild shit too, and basically exposes the the truth of the music industry and all the shenanigans that goes behind the industry, you know? So he's he talks a lot. And this is the whole thing about the podcast. And he's always, you know, preaching about I'm for the creators, fuck the corporates, you know, fuck the labels, fuck everybody else, you know. I'm I'm my own voice, you know, and blah, 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 blah. So I give him credit for the fact that he inspired me to create my own podcast, The Lone Wolf Pod, from him and as well as from Joe Rogan, the, from the Joe Rogan Experience, the Brilliant Idiots, Charlemagne the God, and Andrew Schultz, that's hilarious, from, and also Flagrant 2, as well as um, the EDM Prod and Back to Back with Lee Joy. I give credit to all those podcasts because it's because of them that inspired me to do this podcast, you know? So... Fast forward with it, now that everybody knows a little bit of history on Joe Budden and what he does in the music industry, well, entertainment industry as a whole, you know, because he retired and, you know, everybody's like, who gives a shit? You, you're a whack ass anyway. Shots fire again. <laughs> Anyways, um, so not so long ago, it started like a few months, turmoil started to happen within the Joe Budden camp. He has two co-hosts, well, three Free co-host. It's him. That's the host. You know, the title of the main Joe Budden podcast. It's him. Along with his two co-hosts, Rory and Mao and Maul and his engineer, Parts. It's free co-host. Parts is most of, most of the time is the moderator in that way. In a way. Because he doesn't show his face on the camera. He just talks, you know. But the face of it is basically Joe Budden, Rory and Maul. Those were the faces of the Joe Budden podcast. Rory started at the podcast like episode seven or something. I don't episode six. I don't know. And then Maul came out late, like episode seventy-seven, and we're down by four episode four hundred and something. That's a lot of episodes. They've been together. They've been together for years and years. You know, that's seven years according to them. We'll get to that. Hold on. So apparently, turmoil started to happen within the camp. In which Rory and Joe started beefing each other, you know, taking shots. And then, you know, Joe told him, say, hey, take the week off. Don't come to work. And Rory's like, why? Uh, just take the week off. He doesn't want to explain it. And just like, if you're not going to tell me what's up, all, you know, the tensions building and blah, blah, blah. And Rory is like, all right, bet. How about I don't I don't come today to work and and then you figure your shit out. Just like that. So that keeps an uproar with Joe. 
I'm not going to go a little into details of his characters because we're going to discuss that all the way to the end when, when the story ends, you know. Then Maul leaves the podcast too. He's like, yo, but what's up? Like, why why is Robbie not coming? What's that? And Joe, and Joe tells him, it's like, it's not it's none of your business. Maul is like, it's none of my business. All right, bet, out. I'm out. So Joe is all by himself with parts, just trying to do the, the podcast. Fast forward, they bring two other people. And then all of a sudden, like two months later, um, Joe, Rory, and Maul talk together. <laughs> bump, bump, bump it up. They had it. They had it with each other. You know, they talk about all their shits and whatnot. And then they aired it in the episode. Now, this is interesting. Because the episode was three hours and the the part that it was good from between Rory and Mal explaining their side is like how they fell up all about this. It's like an hour and 15. The title of the episode is called Chicken the Tree. So basically, Rory expresses itself of what he felt about certain things. Mal says that certain things. And, you know, they were like very, very truthful. They were hurt. They were, they were like, you know, I'm pouring out my heart and soul out there. So it's like, I, I felt them. I felt them. All right, cool. I saw Joe's body language and he was like, this motherfuckers, who the fuck they think they are? I'm like, that's the body language, mind you. And in my head, I was reading about it. I was like, yeah, I don't like how he's like, how he is. And then when they come out saying like, you know, you lost my respect when you told me it's none of your business and you're and we're like, bro, we're in this, this together. It's like, of course, it's going to be my business. You know, when one of the hard co-hosts it's not coming to work. Isn't something that as a group we need to discuss about it? I 100% agree to this because if you're on a if you own a company and you have certain people, it's always good to be transparent with each other, you know? Because the moment that you guys start going with secrecy with each other and doing some shitty shit on the side, that's how you lose relationships. Business level. So Joe has the nerve to say. I don't owe you respect. I'm like, whoa, what crawl up your asshole? You don't owe respect to your co-hosts who are your business partners in a sense? You don't owe them respect? What kind of narcissistic egomaniac are you? Like, what? That's some wild shit. After that episode, oh, man, they already knew. It was like, this is Donzo. This is Donzo. And then an episode aired. At the same time, was taken down immediately, and but a lot of people already recorded it and they put it out blast. This episode was basically Joe telling them, "This is my business. This is how I run things. If you want to run things your way, that's fine. You do it in your business, but this is my business. You don't bring shit to me. I bring it to you guys. I pay you. Yada yada yada. This is my business. You guys not showing up." You're in breach of your contract. You guys are fired. I don't want to see you guys anymore. Blah, blah, blah. On the uproar rage. Wild shit. Wild shit. This was all over the internet. You guys can still go and check it out. So I was like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> but that's that's wild. That's That takes a lot of cojones for you to actually go fire somebody on public. That type of stop is supposed to be in private, not public. The public doesn't need to know about it. In private, you talk about this sort of things. This is when things gets even juicy. Because 
I was, I felt like I was in the side of Rory and Maul. And I'll explain why. Joe Budden is a businessman and he has his own show, the Joe Budden Podcast. That's his show, you know? That's He's the owner. All right, bet. There's no problem with it. But when you're starting to have employees on the show or business partners or whatever you want to call it, you need to demonstrate that you're not just a boss, but you're a leader, that you're cool with each other, that you don't let your emotions run wild. You see, after a week or so after that happened, Rory and Ma, which was brilliant, they left a one-hour episode on Vimeo and let everybody you know, know what's up, the truth about it, about all the shenanigans that happen behind the scenes on the Joe Bowden podcast. Brilliant move. Because here's the thing. Before I get to what Rory Amal says, Joe Bowden has been a notorious and horrible business deals. He, this is something that's been known through the industry. Everybody knows that when you work or a or do some business with Joe, he's going to find a way to fuck shit up and fuck it up with you and with himself. He knows how to self-destruct a business. He's very good. And here's the hypocrisy that comes from Joe. You want to know why I fee- I say it's hypocritical from Joe on his part? And how do I know that, you know, that he's horrible as a, a making business relationships with anyone? Look at his history. I'm going to give you the rundown of his history. Def Jam Records, according to him, screw him over on a contract. When in reality, he screwed himself over. Why? Because he did not read his contract. And because he did not read his contract, it fucked him in the long run. So he went, oh, go fuck yourself, Def Jam, and all the labels. All these labels do this shady shit. Fuck you guys, blah, 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 blah. Bridge burn with Def Jam. Bridge burn with other labels because nobody wants to work with him. He was with Slaughterhouse. He wasn't doing, he wasn't performing well. He wasn't doing well with the rest of the group. He wasn't, you know, cool with the other guys. And when they dropped him, oh, fuck Slaughterhouse, fuck him, man. He doesn't have the balls to go on me on a one-on-one rap battle, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Mm. Okay, so that's two things that we already seen in which he got, in his words, he got screwed over. But in my view, it's like he screwed himself over. He wants to be a CEO. That's his problem. He wants to be a CEO and wants things his way. And he talked so much shit about the corporate America, the corporate America, the record labels and any other businesses. He's like all about the content creators, yet... His action says otherwise. And he's acting like he's a being the CEO of a corporate and he's fucking his people up. That's why in the others, they didn't let him run how he ever wants to because they weren't going to tolerate his horse's ass. So he's all about fuck those guys. I got screwed over. It's like, all right, bet. Then when it comes to working on the everyday struggle on complex, he left complex. He left everyday struggle all because like, oh, and they didn't want to give me the deal that I wanted. You know, this and that, like, fuck them. They were going to, you know, do this and that. They don't want to listen to my advice. They don't want to listen to my shit. I'm like, huh, that's already a third thing that I see him that is like ultimately getting screwed over on his words. Then again, I'm like, huh, that's already the third thing that you drop out of some or somebody's drop you. Huh. Isn't there a pattern right now? Because I get it. I will. I will buy. I will buy with the with the con, with the record labels because there are record labels out there that normally will like to screw over a, an artist, you know, or not becoming artists or 
however you want to call it. I've talked about this in my previous episodes about record labels, you know? The first time I, I hear a story like that, I was like, ah, okay, I get it. You know, like, we don't know. We just usually take sides and we and we go to the most logical one. In this case, it was him as, a, as an artist. But then again, same thing happened, that fallout with his other co artist colleagues, if you want to call it, you know, Slaughterhouse. Fallout right there. And he goes F-bombs with everybody. Fuck Eminem, fuck Shady Rickers. Then he give me the time to shine and blah, blah. And I'm like, huh, okay, I'm starting to see a little ego and pride here. Okay. Then with the whole everyday struggle, it's like, oh, okay, I'm starting to see a pattern. See, there, there's, there's starting to see a pattern because I thought it's just one or two, but no, when it's something that's continued because you don't know how to make business with other people, then it's you. It's fucking you. It's not the, it's not the corporate. Sometimes it is. And in this case, when it's when there's a pattern, it's definitely you. And you need to own up with that shit. Joe Bud is a bitch. But wait, there's more. Because there was a title or Spotify deal that he had with his podcast along with Rory and Maul. This story is important, guys. He had this deal, millions of dollars, in which, according to him, he's the one who had to draft the deal to Spotify because Spotify had never done a, such a deal with podcasts. So he was the one. He drafted his own deal and give it to them. And this is how you do a, a Spotify deal with podcasting. And he signed it with the rest of the guys. And it was like, all right, cool. Two years, Spotify deal, blah, blah, blah. The year was about to come up. Joe was like, I want to ask, see the numbers. I want to see the numbers. I want to see the numbers. I want to see the data. Spotify is like, okay, we're going to show it to you. But we, we're getting close to the end of the deals. Like, should we renew? It's like, no, I want to see the data. I want to see the data. Okay, so... We, here's the data. Uh, okay, so how much you're offering me? Well, we're going to offer you an extension for this much. Nah, I'm worth $200 million. Whoa, whoa, what? What? You're worth what? $200 million? Yeah, suck my dick. Oh, you're not going to give me? Why is it you get him, you know, this and that? Why is it with the contract? You know, I made the contract, yada, yada. You're supposed to do this, this and that. Spot of has like, yo, you made that contract. You signed the contract. You know the the the, the pre repercussions of told all this. Ah, oh, well, fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. Another bridge burned with one of the biggest audio platforms in the world. That's one bridge you should never burn. So now that you know the story of his fallouts, because he also was with Revolt um, State of the Culture, which lasted, what, two seasons? And that's it? Yeah, I, I feel like he was trash. And then after the Spotify deal was a fallout, um, he created his Joe Budden network, his own network. On YouTube, of course. And then he he tried to get Cash App sponsorship, Patreon sponsorship, you know, partnership or whatever, you know. And then obviously the whole Rory and Maul situation happened. And now this is the good part. This is the good part, guys. This is what, what we're waiting for. Rory and Maul made the one hour video, release it on Vimeo so everybody can just like, you know, do their poster because they did it on purpose, man. Release it on Vimeo so that way people can upload in their YouTubes and they get their lights and get their voices like brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. So they tell their side of the story because the whole time Joe Biden is literally criticizing them, telling them that they're fucking horrible people. They should know their place. They're not the boss. I'm the boss. So you're fired. You know, if you bring pe if you bring shit to me on the table, then you eat certain way. But if I bring it, I eat a certain way and you eat a certain way. You didn't bring shit. You haven't done anything on the podcast. You haven't contributed to it. Blah, blah, blah. Bro, it could not be far from it from the truth because that's when fucking Rory ripped Joe Biden a new one by telling him, yo, I was with Joe on this podcast since the beginning. I was air episode six or something. 
but I'm the one who started it with him. And I got my people to make his SoundCloud artwork and everything and then just let it rip. I started the podcast with him and he was with 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 Joe on a partnership, on a profit partnership. Oh, Joe, you never told us that they were on profit partners. Convenient, huh? All this time you were like the boss, but you never said that your people were profit partners. See, because there's a difference between being when you're on a salary based employee and when you're in work for hire or profit partner employee. Two different things. Because you see a salary, uh, because as an employee, you get a certain amount of money and that's, you know, that's non-negotiable. That's how you get per for whatever years or shit. On a profit partners, however, you eat in a certain way. You actually get a percentage of whatever revenues you get. I'm pretty sure Joe gets the higher percentage because obviously he's the main dude, but they get make a certain profit as well. So I'm pretty sure that did not fly with Joe Biden, but I'm starting to see now the pattern. Rory tell them straight up what happened. He said, like, you know, we were profit partners for many years and the Spotify deal came into fruition. I was bringing the title deal and he went on a rampage against me about why you're talking to title about my podcast. It's like I didn't. They reached out to me. I tell them I'm, I'm going to bring this to you so we can discuss it and then Take it from there. They're the ones who reached me out. I didn't do it. No, but I'm working with title, blah, blah, blah. And apparently, you know, Joe got that same deal. And it's like, bro, I'm the one who got you that deal. It's like, whatever. Spotify deal comes out. You know, Rory says like, yo, we should actually get, you know, get a contract amongst ourselves, you know, as, you know, to separate friends and business from it. So that way we don't get screw each other or not. And Joe's like, oh, why do you got to have to bring that up? Yada, yada, yada. Listen to all the stuff that Joe's saying, you know, from from my perspective. Listen to it. See, this is exactly why, you know, relationships get loose. You know, why you got to bring this up, blah, blah, blah. And Rory's like, yeah, bro, I'm trying to protect each other up because I want to I want to value our friendship and our business. You know, you know, we got to We got to work this shit out. So long story short, when the Spotify deal came along, they, they signed the deal. Everybody gets a piece of the pie, you know, a certain amount. And then Rory, dare Rory, you know, I feel bad. He's like, he asked for a certain accountant that now, mind you, everybody has their own lawyers and accountants at this point. And Rory was asking some questions to the accountant. It's like, hey, I see some funny business going around. I, I, I want to be wrong, but it, is this is this okay? Is this right? You know? Oh, why do you gotta ask the accountant about this? Uh, you're making him, them uncomfortable. This is not how you've reached things out and blah 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 blah. And and we're like, and Rory's like, Joe, you got screwed over many times by a certain accounts. I just, and I'm not saying that you're taking money from me or anything. I just want to make sure that the numbers are right. And if it's an if it's a mistake, you know, correct them. Which it was a mistake, and they corrected. But Joe was like, oh, you don't need to ask questions here, there, there. So now the pattern started to come out even further. That's where Rory's like, you know, I had it. I had it. I called him out and he, you know, it took it out. And most of the stories, you know, I've been knowing Joe for many years. This is how he is. You know, people warned me to make, uh, to do business with him. I found, you know, our friendship was better than this, but nope, everybody was right. He's a horrible person. I'm, I'm making business. I try to do my best. And when he disrespected me, I was like, I couldn't take and when and he's saying nasty things about me behind my back that aren't true, I can't take it. And I cannot protect him anymore. That this is how he is, blah, blah, blah. A lot of shit. And if you start to see the pattern, if you don't still do understand, let me 
spill it out for you guys. Joe Barton is a narcissistic egomaniac who believes, he, like I said earlier, he wants to be the CEO of the company and he wants to be this, this, and that, and he wants complete control. Why? Because he felt like for many, many years, he was treated as an employee and he said, like, I've, I'm tired of being an employee. I want to be a CEO. But the problem about it is that for you to be a CEO, you need to build relationships with people and establish a good relationship. If you don't have that, nobody wants to work with you. And, you know, everybody would telling you otherwise don't work with this guy because he's horrible. That's exactly what happened. If you see the pattern, you know that the guy is an egomaniac. He's he's an arrogant fool. He's very prideful and he's a, a hypocrite. He doesn't take accountability to his mistakes. When you do something wrong, when a relationship falls out because of your doings, you apologize. You you work something out. You say like, oh, you're you know what? I fucked up. It was my bad. I'm the one who fucked it up. You know, I should it should have it should have worked on a different way. I wasn't tra transparent, you know, and this happened. I'm sorry, you know. No, he went full force on that, you know, like fuck everybody, fuck everybody, fuck everybody. And that's his pattern all around ever since he was signed to Def Jam Records. When he had this complex, when he was with Shady on Slaughterhouse and with Spotify as well. And now with his own camp, with his own co-host. He want to be a C, he want to be the CEO. But how do you know about this? Well, they talked about this in Rory and Maul in the, in the video. And one key aspect that made me like, see, now it makes more sense. One key aspect is that Joe was trying to be sneaky with the money and not, not trying to steal it. But he was trying to make Rory Amal and everybody else who works under him salary base instead of profit partners, instead of, you know, earning a percentage of whatever. No, no. Salary base. Everybody gets this amount and that's it. Sneaky bastard. That's how he was trying to get money out of it because he's, he knows that he could get more if he can, you know, kick them out. So he does all this circus shit to kick them out. And now that they kicked him out, now he can actually get everybody on, um, you know, salary and I get my, you know, my the full money that I deserve that I that should be getting for many, many years, which is so fucked up because that podcast was built on a partnership with three other individuals. It's very fucked up because, you know, when you build a business with others, you give them the credit and you, and you give them the percentage that they deserve. But you somehow self-destruct it, man. And you know what's even worse about all this? You know what's even worse about this? Is that Joe tried to give the fake apologies. Like, you know what? It's true what he says. I'm sorry. Yada, yada, yada. Like, it's a fake apology. He's not really sorry. He, know, he knew what he was doing. But he did it so he can actually get more clout. People can listen to him. I, I definitely owe an apology to, to Rory. I don't know about Ma, but certainly for Rory. I'm like, whoa, really? Ma's your boy more that's been with you longer than, than Rory. And you're not going to apologize to Ma? Like, wow, you really are a selfish prick. So it's like that, how you how Joe Biden self-destruct himself on a business level. And then not too long ago, Olivia Dope, a, I think she's a New York DJ. I don't know. Anybody can correct me. I've never heard of her, but she, I don't know much about the hip hop DJs. Came out with letting letting everybody know that she was sexual harassed by Joe Budden. And there's a video about it. Oh, boy. That's another can of worms. Not going to go into depth about it, but that's another can of worms in which, you know, like you thought that the whole Warrior Mall thing was bad. You thought about all those years that he that he's got screwed over. 
quote unquote, he got screwed over by the industry. No, no, no. Now this is the worst part. And doing so, Cash App decided to drop him from the sponsors. It's like, we're no longer sponsoring you. No, sir. We don't condone this behavior. Wait until we believe Patreon may follow the same guidelines and say, yeah, we're not dealing business with you, you either. Guys, and that's how you self-destruct yourself with people on business. That's the stuff that you cannot do on a business level. You can't be arrogant. You can't be a narcissist. You can't be an ego man. You can't be like you're going to be the boss on all around. Like, no, it doesn't work like that, guys. Everything that Joe Biden has done up to now, it's how he screwed himself in the industry. Because again, in his words, he's like, I got screwed up in the industry. Like, no, you screwed yourself because you wanted to, because you're a self-destruct prick. I mean, he says like Spotify deal was horseshit. They screwed with me over. It's like, Joe, didn't you say you're the one who built the contract? So maybe it's because you don't know how to read contracts. You don't know how to conduct business. You have poor representations that your manager is, is doing a horrible job at his job. Literally managing you. Because I'm pretty sure some of this shit could have been all avoided if you listen to your manager. But no, you're too, you're too prideful for that. So that's how you lose relationships. So my final thoughts, recommendations to wrap this up, guys. Um, if you're going to establish a relationship, a business relationship with somebody, be humble and be patient. Be helpful and resourceful. Be a nice person overall. Don't let your emotions carry you or let the best out of you. Because if you do that, that's how you lose business. And you know what happens when you lose business? You lose money. Because obviously, a business only works if what? If you're earning money. If you're earning money out of your business, it's because you're doing a great job at your business. Simple as that. When you have a business, eventually you're going to get paid. You're going to get money. But how does that happen? That's because you establish a good relationship with the certain people and network around in which now, you know, you had this certain business. You give credit where credit is due. You don't go around like an egomaniac like this fuckhead Joe Budden and screw everybody around. And then at the same time, blame everybody uh, uh, because I got screwed. Like that shit makes absolutely no sense. I blame the people because I got screwed. What does the people got to do with you? Oh, but I blame them because I got screwed. You narcissistic fuck. Anyways, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. This is the lesson for today, guys. Just everything that I've said up to now about building, maintaining and building a relationship with business, a business relationship. Don't do. These are the, this episode is titled The Don'ts. Don't do this. Because that's how you lose people. That's how you lose a business. That's how you lose a relationship with somebody that could be potential help you on the long run. Because guys, when we're working in the entertainment industry as a whole, we always play the long run. Right? Because that's what's going to give us value. That's what's going to give us the actual income out of it. It's going to give us like it was totally worth sacrificing all those times. Play the long run. But the short term, you're never going to make it. My thoughts on Joe Budden, well, he's a fuckhead. Despite that, thanks to him, I started my podcast. You know, he I got inspired by him. But unlike him, if I got certain people with me on my team, I'm going to treat them like they will treat me with respect. Like the old say, treat a janitor the same way you will treat a CEO. Humble, respect, 
Those are key words to how you maintain a business relationship with somebody. Keep that in mind. Today's episode was all about don't do this. Stories. Next time, I'll keep an episode of the things you should be doing. A little bit much more in depth. Right? So we're going to wrap this up, guys. So thank you guys for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and of course, the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com. You can check all my latest episodes from there, guys. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experience. If you got a certain topic that you want me to cover, it, please let me know on the comments down below, and I'll make sure to cover that on the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you guys in the next one.